Time now for another Thrash Pie radio podcast. Welcome one and all. I am Thrash Pie, your favorite guy. Celebrating the legendary pure rock format from uh, the years, the the nine, quite, almost ten years of of uh, KNAC FM Pure Rock and California's heavy metal flagship right here in God's Own City, Long Beach, California. Uh, I'm still sharing parts of the uh, Greg Steele interview that I did uh, fairly recently. And this one, you know, it's a question that I had to ask everyone that I've been interviewing in this uh, sort of history and documentary thing of, 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 of the KNAC years that I shared with all of those people. You know, the end of it, was uh, quite an emotional thing for for everyone, uh, not just audience members. As I recall, oh, gee, dozens of people outside the studios on the very last day, which was February 15th, 1995. Think it, what time in the afternoon did it die, Mike? It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I just, uh, my research there with the king of radio show producers, Mike Stark, who was also there, um, in fact, uh, Brian Schock was the program director at the end of it. And Greg Steele, who we're going to hear from in just a few moments, has his own story of, of, of the end and, uh, and, and what it mean to, meant to him. Let's listen to that. It was weird the way it ended. Um, I had left. My, uh, at the time, my personal life was in a little place of upheaval. We'd just gone through the riots and... Um, yeah. Los Angeles, and I was in a relationship with a girl. Man, you know what? When I get married, I want to have kids. And again, no offense to Fred Sands with the company, but like they weren't paying me a, a great amount of money, and I wanted to be able to raise my kid in an okay universe. And it wasn't safe, and there were gangs, and the school district sucked. You'd have to put your kids in a private school. And I mean, these are all things I thought and projected. And I was like, I can't see keep doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got a job offer in my hometown in Minneapolis, you know, paid me almost twice the money, and I was like, oh, okay, well, this will be fun, and I'll move to the next chapter of my life. So I did. It got bought, like, eight months into it due to the deregulation uh, of the broadcast industry. So now our competitor bought us, and then to turn up the radio station and use it as a weapon against other stations in the market. So, so I, was, I was out of work after eight months or so. As I was sitting in Minneapolis trying to figure out what to do, Word came down that KNAC was sold to a Spanish broadcaster. When that happened, you know, there was a pretty good exodus of really talented air personalities. Long Paul, I mean, Maxwell, both went over to KLOS. Um, oh, that's I right. What else? Yeah, Carrie had gone back over there, and he, he t- tried to turn it into an alternative station or something like that. He, he changed yeah. it slightly, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But, but so, you know, Brian Schock was the programmer. And he was like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Ratings aren't going to be a thing because we're not going to change the format now until end of February, but I'm, I'm losing air staff left and right. So finding people that could fill, fill in as, as a full-time DJ that knew the music right. would move to Los Angeles for the little money that would be offered. I was like, look, I know what the money is. I know, I know how to live on this. I can do it. I know the music. So I came back for the final few months and worked uh, on the air. Uh, working for Brian because, you know, we had a great relationship. As there was no, you know, competitive weirdness. Like, you know, he was had worked for me, and now I'm working for him. And it was like, none of that. We just, we all knew that it was important to be a part of KNAC at the very end. Um, and so I took the opportunity on, on Gladly and um, 
you know, it was a really interesting time frame because where I had left the radio station as a programmer, Brian moved it a little bit even further out. Whether I don't know it was a good or a bad decision, it could have been an extension of the decision that I made, but the reality was in the final months, we were now just going to get this whole retro glow on, and we played a lot of stuff that was unusual and different, and it was great. I mean, it was yeah. it was really celebrating the radio station in a manner that, you know, it hadn't been in a long time. We were so busy trying to be competitive and moving forward that we kind of lost a few pieces of the past along the way. Yeah, I agree. And when we got to, it didn't, they all didn't necessarily fit anymore, as, as we were thinking it would. Ultimately, when you go back and put those pieces back in, you see how it actually did work together. And it was what the essence of the radio station was. And you could play Exodus next to, um, you know, butthole surfers or whatever <laughs> and, and find a way that it could work, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it was a great last few months of basking in the sunlight I recently lost my mother. She's Alzheimer's, you know, and we, mm. and he, all of us have, have lost people and probably have all lost people. And in some, t- some cases, you know, it's going to happen well, before it's going to happen. And, you know, you just want them to be able to have some sunlight, you know, yeah. you want them to be able to know when they go that they've been appreciated. You know, when, when my mom, I'm getting choked up now, but when my mom passed, um, you know, I wanted to make sure I had ample time to tell her what she's meant to me mm-hmm. and whether she understood it or not, cause we're Alzheimer's, but like when people go suddenly, you don't have that time and you always kick yourself to say, I wish I would have shared this with the person that's most important to me. And we had the opportunity to do that with our listeners who have supported us through thick and through thin through format variations. And so I think that the way that Brian crafted the radio station at the end and the way that, the fans uh, of the music and the people that liked hearing what we did came out um, day in and day out during those last months uh, was something I'll never forget. It was it was a really special time to be a part of something that you never see in radio. When radio stations go away, it's usually, boom, formats change, never get to say goodbye. And I get that. I understand that as well. You don't want to you know, make all these things happen. But we had months to say goodbye, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, it was the greatest send-off ever, and, and I loved every second of being a part of it. Yeah, I did too. And, you know, it meant a lot to me too. I, I, I get emotional when I think about it. Well, I'm, I, I was sorry to hear about your mom. My, mine also passed from Alzheimer's, but a, about a year earlier. And, oh. um, you know, I went through exactly the same emotions that you're talking about. About not about being about wanting to be able to express to her, you know what she meant to you, but also knowing that she had absolutely no idea what I was talking about at that point. Exactly. But so you, know what? You, you hope that there's a, some some light flickering that they get it, but you know as much as I wanted it for her, it was important for me to do. Yeah. yeah. And you know it's kind of like radio, uh-huh. like. You think you're giving a message out to people, but you don't know who's actually listening. You don't know if the light's flickering on or off. You don't know actually how many people are listening at any one moment that you're talking. But you know what? It was important for me as the person in that booth when I hit that microphone switch to be able to say the things and communicate what I felt at the moment made the, the connection with those people. And 
so it's kind of the same as you're talking to an Alzheimer's patient. You don't know whether, whether they're actually hearing it or not, right. you know? But right. you're actually turning your microphone on, and you're saying, here's what I have to tell you anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird... Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a, actually a decent analogy that I hadn't thought of. It's, it's yeah, most apropos, I, th- I think. So, well, listen, uh, my friend, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I'm, I'm pretty much done. You've just, you've given me aces here. This is tremendous. Um, you know, I wanted insight, and you certainly have given that. I, uh, I can't thank you enough for this, Greg. It's my uh, pleasure, and if there's more that you need, if you, if you feel that you... Uh you know, as you're completing some things and you want to, uh, you know, seek out some more stuff, just uh, hit me up, and I'm happy to. And, and thank you for your professionalism throughout the years and your kindness and, <laughs> and, your, non, and your non-professionalism. <laughs> okay, that's what you know? I mean. Yeah, that's what it's, I want. That's what's going on my man, tombstone. <laughs> well, look, you know, I mean, um, you, you, uh, you've shown your ass more than uh, anyone. Oh, Jesus. Last, oh, please. I hope I've grown up somewhat <laughs> since then. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Thank you right, so much. Care, man. Let okay. me know if there's anything else you need. All right. Thanks, Greg. Bye-bye. He, he had Bye-bye. to bring up the, the, you know, the, the famous thrash by B.A. Oh, you know, I, was, I don't know whether I should be famous for that or not. I, it's, it's, oh, it's ugly. Well, and, and, you know, the end of that, like I uh, will say again, was such an emotional thing for everyone, all of us. Um, and, you know, I... I just, you know, had a habit in those days of just reacting badly to things that really upset me. And I, 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 I did. I just, uh, you know, I didn't know how, how else to act. It was, you know, the most beloved place I had ever worked around the most beloved people that I had ever been around. Uh, we were all 100 percent in and um, committed, and I'm starting to choke up now, but God bless Greg Steele and the great people that we had working for us at that radio station. I will never, ever forget it. And I'll have more, more interviews with uh, great people like Greg Steele. We're going to hear from Craig Williams. We're certainly going to hear from Brian Schock, who Greg was just uh, effervescent about the job that Brian did, and I agree with that 100%. Also, uh, Ton Mastery will be featured. Jeez, uh, as many more of the staff that, as I can get a hold of. Also, uh, Gary Price, the unsung hero, the genius behind the entire thing. So, uh, thanks so much for, for uh, checking out my podcast here. Uh, comments and correspondence of any kind, welcome at thrashpyradio at gmail.com. Give us a like and a share. Keep your eye on your Facebook page for the next Thrash Pie Radio podcast.